Hello and welcome to Chip Advisor. Yes, welcome back. Welcome any new listeners. We are a food-based podcast, which eventually will at some point during this podcast briefly touch on the subject in the title. This week we are talking about the humble plowman's lunch. We were gonna do we were gonna be all on theme and do pumpkins, but then realize that between us, none of us have really eaten pumpkin, so wouldn't have much to say on the matter. Uh, so we decided against it. And went for a plowman's because that's what Mike wanted for his dinner tonight. Uh, Mike, you still haven't got a theme tune, so I'm going to press any button just to introduce you. Let's oh. go with... Okay. Everybody, well, here is Mike. You all. It's a pleasure to be with you. So it is. How how are you doing, Mike? That was, that was my very best. Jim McDonald there. Please. Do you want me to stop it? Yeah, please. Uh, great to be with you, though. Uh, plow now, brown cow. Oh, that's, that's smooth. That has, that's been, smooth. that has been on the cards for a good hour or so, let me tell you. And it has got it? just the reaction. Just the reaction I was hoping for. So, oh, thank well, that's that. good. I am uh, also here with Lewis. How are you, Lewis? Blessings, friends and listeners. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yes, I'm all right. Thank you, Phil. I spent my afternoon painting my daughter's bedroom. It's not my favourite job to do, but um, oh. it's made her happy. Oh, I, that's nice. I spent the afternoon um, getting down all my Christmas village boxes from the loft, of which there are very many. Oh, oh. no, you, you should explain should we, to, to should, listeners uh, that you've got a pensioner's hobby at Christmas. Yeah, and should we timestamp this just um, or date stamp this for this revelation? It is 29th of October. It is, it is, but you, you, you. This doesn't just fall fall into place, you know. This takes a lot of prep, guys. So, right. got it all down. I'm going to take it into my office, and slowly but surely over the next month, build it. And then, once I know that I've got it right, take it apart and build it, build it back at home. So, it's a long winded process, lads, but it's worth it in the end. All the magic, Lewis. Your painting did it yeah. seem like a good idea at the start, and then? Actually, it takes so much longer than you think it would. Yeah, absolutely. Four four hours in, I looked at Mrs. P and we just went, why are we doing this? This was a terrible decision on a Sunday afternoon. But anyway. What um, colour have you gone for? We have gone for, um, what was it called? Um, olive green or something like that. No, sage. Sage. Oh. I mean, oh, I, I mean, named after I'm, the encounting software. Yeah, it must be. I mean, I, I've been blown away by um, some um, a revelation about paint. I was talking to Harry. He's not with us this evening. but um, And he laughed at me that I didn't know about this. But I was painting the ceiling. And did you know you can get paint that when you paint your ceiling? You know it's hard to see where you've painted, where you're painting white on white. You get yeah. paint that's that's pink when you put it on, and then it dries white. It's magic what? paint. Oh, I mean, it absolutely blew my mind, but people laughed at me that I didn't know about this. So magic. by by your reaction, this magic paint is a revelation to you as well. 100%. When I think of magic paint, I think of the books I absolutely loved as a child, which you would just dab a bit of water on and then colour would emerge. You remember those? Oh, yeah, I do, I do. They were good, actually. They were really good. And really, no, no thought or or care really required just splash water all over it it's, yeah. it's gonna do its thing it's pretty much how? like how i've painted um emma's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> how did those magic painting books work i mean I don't magic just magic because it never went outside the lines either no, even if you did water outside no. the lines no do you, do you remember the other ones you used to be able to get those um the ones that were had like felt rounds that made the picture and then you felt tipped inside the felt circles and yes squares. yeah yeah and if you got too close to the felt you got a bit of felt in the color and it was upsetting i remember yeah. getting a teenage mutant hero turtles one of them when i was about eight oh Very well exciting i mean it's funny you should mention teenage mutant ninja turtles Is it? <laughs> on this plowman's themed podcast but did you know that the voice oh no not already oh what? no it's happening fine 
did you know? I'm oh, sorry, I thought it was the Peruvian uh, <laughs> Cypriot. Cypriot that you <laughs> me up with. Did you know that in the cartoon uh, in the 90s, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, their heroes in a half shell, that the voice of Shredder was the same actor who was Uncle Phil in The Fresh Prince of Bel Air? I did, I did not, not know, know that. 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 That is mind-blowing. I learned that today. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. All I remember it. about it was, wasn't it um, Hero Turtles in the UK, but Ninja Turtles in other places? And like Ninja Turtles was seen as being a bit too violent. So it was Hero uh, Turtles. It was Teenage, teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Heroes yeah. in the Half-Shell, Turtle Power. Yeah, but I think it was Ninja Turtles, I think, prob- probably in America. Mm. Yeah. Get that, and of course, it featured the most attractive. I know, Phil, you've got a thing for the caramel bunny, but the most attractive cartoon in the world, April O'Neil. <laughs> no, Mikey, no, no, Mikey, that was so not right. Uh, do you know what? <laughs> you say that my wife walks into the recording with a cup of tea for me. Um, uh... I didn't, I didn't mean it, and I did say the cartoon world. Oh, Who, which cartoon figure does your wife find most attractive? Who do you find most attractive in the cartoon world? Can I guess? It's Inspector Gadget. I can't imagine. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Oh, those go-go gadget arms. Apparently, he looks quite like me, me so she, she's not interested. Oh, He-Man. Okay. Oh, He-Man. Um, yeah. yeah. Lewis, I mean, Phil's is the caramel bunny. We've discussed it at length on other podcasts. Before. Oh, my goodness. He's quite obsessed with her. But, um, you're, you're... Oh, all right. Uh, you might have to leave this one. Oh, exotic. Um, you might need to leave it. That come back to me on that. I have to give that some. I don't, I don't want to just sort of have off cuff answer here. I feel like this needs some proper, um, proper thought and care given to my answer. We'll come back to it at the end. That's not a problem. Okay. Can can I, uh, Lewis? Can you? Oh no, you can't. If you mute, you. Yeah, I want to guess that Lewis's is going to be the the one from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's my guess. Oh, I mean, you're, you're going to be wrong because I've never seen that. Oh, oh, you haven't lived. You haven't lived. It's anyway, mm. we are talking about ploughmans. Seven minutes, so we've cut it down by six <laughs> minutes on last week's. We are going to start good. talking about the actual subject of the podcast. Mike, hello. Me. Well, I've done a little bit of research, lads. The ploughmans. Well, it's an English cold meal, as you know, and it's based around uh, bread and cheese and pickled onions. And actually, cheese, bread and onions were the were the forefathers of the ploughmans. It wasn't known as the ploughmans at the time. Have you got ploughmans in your cheek? You sound like you're talking with a ploughmans in your cheek. Yeah, I have. Um, I'll stop that. Bear with me. <laughs> I just thought in, in the interest of authenticity, I should be eating it, but fine. Um, but yeah, bread, cheese and onions, they were the, 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 the three core components of what is now known as the ploughmans. And um, as early as 1394, um, it was bread, cheese, butter and beer. And uh, perhaps, perhaps lard rather than butter. Um, but but yeah, and that that was uh, really all it was known as was was, was the ploughmans uh, up until the 1870s. And in the 1870s, farm workers in Devon were said to eat bread and hard cheese with cider. So beer was replaced with cider there. And labourers would would quite often that was that was all that was served in pubs in the 1870s and beyond. Uh, right up until the early 1900s, that was all that was served um, was bread, cheese and, and cider or bread, cheese and beer. So when did the onions join the, join the club? Well, the onions was more of a rural thing, workers going out. Whereas if you went to uh, a pub, it was just bread, cheese, butter. Lewis, like because because at the moment we live fairly in the sticks. Did you have plow, mm. was plowman's a thing in London or was it just eels? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> eels, mushy peas, pies. Um, no, we did. We did also have plowman's. We did even no. venture into uh, such complex cuisine as the plowman's. <laughs> pie and liquor. I love a love pie and liquor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was confused by. Um, out some of our thread on um, the WhatsApp group of when we talked about uh, when we suggested ploughmans possibly as a suggestion that Phil claimed to have never eaten a ploughmans. A hundred percent. I mean, what a waste sh- of a meal. I mean, 
surely you've had all of the elements of a ploughman's at yeah, some point it, in your life because it is basic yeah individually of course i've had these things but who in their right mind goes to a it's mainly a pub isn't it that you'd go and get a ploughman's who in their right mind thinks i'm going to spend and these days it's an extortionate amount of money you're talking 15 quid or something on a ploughman's when it is just a tiny amount of cheese a corner of some bread a or possibly two pickled onions an apple which goodness only knows why that's come why mm-hmm. is that on the plate mm-hmm. a, a lump of celery which is just crispy water and uh, you know a dot of pickle how is that 15 pounds worth I mean, of food i mean surely when... though, even if you've not had it out you've eaten one by accident at home no no just never by having home, those things gone... in the house Listen, I have a cheese and pickle sandwich. That's my go-to sandwich. I mean, you've basically got a ploughman's there. Just pull yeah. it apart. Ploughman's done. Yeah, and shove an apple on top. Why? Yeah, Why? I don't really Mike, remember you... an apple being a component of it. But yeah, Michael, you are the most anti-sweet mm. and savoury mix person. You get very, well, well, very upset about well, there's this. no apple on my ploughman's. But a ploughman's, you know, that's one of the quirks of, well, a, of a ploughman's. Oh. So what happens when you get an apple on your ploughman's? You just lob it into a field? Well, I'd probably finish my dinner and then have it for my pudding. Oh, I think I love chop I love chopping up an apple at home and then putting a bit of cheese on top and eating it together. Oh, oh. Oh. Did you never have a cheese and pineapple hedgehog at a birthday party? Yeah, I did. And I had the cheese off all of my sticks. And then when I'd finished the rest of my savoury food, I had the pineapple. <laughs> oh, what an absolute Philistine. I had it with my cake. What a strange individual. Anyway, um, I, I do want to pick up what you say, Bill, because I think there is some validity in it. If if you um, there are a lot of there's a there's a branch round our way called Renus, um, who oh, yeah, who will charge you an absolute fortune for what is just an incredibly expensive Dairyly Lunchables. Uh, let's not abuse <laughs> them too much because sponsorship positions are available. Renus, <laughs> Burger King have got us locked in, mate. Um, <laughs> that soundboard went a long time ago, I believe. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you will pay 25 quid, upwards of 25 quid actually, for some crackers, some cheese, some ham. That's it. Maybe a bit of bread. It's a dairy lunchables. Yeah. yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would never, ever walk into a pub and order a ploughman's. Mm. A ploughman's is something that you, you're at some sort of buffet type event that's not quite as good as a buffet. But there's a ploughman's on a plate, and think, what well, you're describing, okay. Lewis, is a bring and share after church lunch. Well, to some degree, it feels like a, a, a not a very good bring and share lunch. You must have uh, had a harvest supper with a ploughman's. Before. Oh yeah, yeah, I have absolutely. So, but I wouldn't. I'm saying I wouldn't go into a pub or a restaurant and order that if there are other things to choose from. It as, feels like as, as a side note. Go on, sorry, Lewis. As a side note, with the old bring and share meals, if people don't know them, it's a bit of a staple of um, the church um, after service uh, uh, get together a few times a year. Uh, my brother always calls them the the bring and steal um, lunch because he always says he brings stuff that's good and people steal the good stuff and leave him with the rubbish stuff. <laughs> my brother has been known to order uh, a Domino's and bring Domino's to a bring and share or bring yeah. and steal lunch. Strong oh, wow. effort. I, I need to go to more bring and share lunches with your brother. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, obviously Domino's is not available for delivery anywhere near us. So yeah, he does, live in, he does live in the metropolis. So, hmm. so a, a ploughman's, if, if someone, if, if I hadn't ordered it and didn't know what it was and someone said, oh, I've, I've ordered your lunch for you and someone bought out a ploughman's, I would just assume they've got whatever's left in the fridge and just dumped it on a plate <laughs> at random. <laughs> there are interchangeable parts. I mean, uh, sausage sometimes finds its way in. Um, Q exotic. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> already had the already had the button highlighted. Exotic. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, um, but uh, sometimes a boiled egg. I find egg. it easier using my hands, but you may use whatever implements you prefer. Wowie, Nigella. Um, yeah, boiled egg, um, some uh, tomato, perhaps. Uh, there are some interchangeable parts, but the staples are cheese, bread, butter, onion of some description. I'll carry on with my history, uh, because in the 1950s, um, the, the term ploughman's was not a commonly used um, 
uh, name. It, it, it sort of phased away. And the Cheese Bureau decided that, that's right, Cheese Bureau decided that they wanted to, um, I don't know, sex up cheese. And so they made it all butch manly. Imagine that rugged man coming off from the field. He plowed his field and he was ready to scatter. Um, I've never thought of it in that way, actually. That's, um, I wish that terminology wasn't used. I'm just stop this music. It feels like this is sort of some sort of agricultural diet coke advert. <laughs> that music, Phil. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. That music will very quickly start me uh, bringing out innuendo. So let's not. Let's not. Unless I, we really want those. The speed um, at which you, you you went on about. Yep. Okay. Carry yeah. on. Anyway, so yeah, so the Cheese Bureau picked up on this and they decided they were going to market this idea of a ploughman's lunch. Cheese had just stopped being rationed um, after the wars. Uh, and and it yeah, it really took off. And there were lots of bulletins in newspapers about bread, cheese, lettuce, hard-boiled eggs, cold sausages. Um, and they, they, they referred it to a ploughman's lunch. Um, and it was in the 70s that then the, the milk... The milk team, those, do you remember when the milk, they used to sponsor like football cups and they used to talk about Ian Rush on adverts and they used to advertise. Yeah, like, yeah just milk. No, no particular brand, just milk. Um, they started bigging up the Plowman's Lunch because it was milk and cheese. And so, um, yeah, it was it was really got behind in the 70s and 80s by them. It has since dropped away, what with milk not really advertising anymore and the, the cheese bureau maybe dropping into the background. But you get... But now a ploughman's is a very artisan thing, isn't it? Mm. Oh, it, do a nice fancy ploughman's, but actually you're getting a plate of randomness. I'm, mm. I'm guessing back in the day as well, you were look, when you say cheese, it was a it was a bit of cheddar, wasn't it? Whereas I guess now you're probably probably branching out to different types of cheese. Oh, I think you'll you'll, you'll find a, a blue cheese more often than not, won't you? Oh, back in the fifties. In, in addition to the cheddar. Yeah, I would say so. I would say now, I think definitely you would. I'm a big fan of the, the blue cheese, but I wonder if it feels that feels like a, a more recent addition. You Am might, I wrong? you might well be right. Doesn't tell me that on Wikipedia, right? Which, feels which very is, continental. Be, yeah, as are some of my research, lads. Mike, do you, what is on your plowman's that you're eating tonight? Okay, so um, in my mouth right now is some crusty bread. Very nice. Um, got it from the bakery section earlier. Some the bakery cheese. section of which establishment, please? More reasons to shop at Morrison's. Oh, is that an effort? Mm. You just oh, made I a jingle that. up. Yeah, no, they, like they advertise regularly on Talk Sport for some reasons. In amongst Selco, where the trade go, and Juicens and various <laughs> betting companies, Morrison's yeah. pop up every now and then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some crusty bread, some mature cheddar, no stilton for me, ham that I've rolled up. How mature is your cheddar? Talk to me. Oh, it's very mature. Is it vintage? It's more mature than you, mate. It's vintage. Oh. Is it? I okay. think the, the fact you've rolled up the ham is very important. That's definitely my <laughs> mindset of what a, a ploughman's ham is always rolled up. Yeah, yeah. I've gone to the effort. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it thick ham? Wafer it's, thin ham? I'm it's wafer thin sandwich ham. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, now we know. Now you've ruined it. I've still rolled it up, lads. It's not Billy Bear, is it? I've, I've given it a go. <laughs> I really think you have been <laughs> particularly nasty on this one. Oh, dear. Um, well, so there we go. And uh, some cucumber to offer just a little bit of vitamin C in there. Um, some chutney. Don't move on. I think there's vitamin C in cucumber. There's a C in cucumber. There's two C's in cucumber. Um, chutney. And... What, kind of ch what kind of chutney you got? Caramelized chutney. chutney. Mm, very good. Very Sorry, good. Sorry, caramelized what? What? Onion chutney. Oh, so it's the best chutney. To be honest, it's the only chutney. Well, there's a tomato mm. chutney you can get. Yeah. yeah, I don't want it. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, oh, I do. Yeah. What? What about a bit of pick a lily? No, no thank you. Pick a lily with the uh, plowman's. No, thank you. No? Very. Not for me. Oh. oh no. Anything that's a colour that nothing grows is probably not to be trusted. Pick yeah, you like is... marmite. Yeah, because I mean, you get plenty of brown things. I mean, bananas. Marmite is black. Is it? No, I'm saying I'm saying that Marmite and Vegemite are both dark brown. Okay. 
Okay, all right. Well, oh, I should just just there's a throwback. I, I, I was I was on holiday this last week, and um, my daughter Emma decided she'd listen to the podcast and said, "You promised that you would try Marmite." Oh, well done, so Emma. She, so she bought oh, me a tub of Marmite. You lot are sick. <laughs> <laughs> Talk What's us through experience, Well, nice bit of toast. Ruined, all I can say, by seemingly just spreading salt on a piece of toast. Sweet, sweet, juicy salt, though. Did you have butter? I did have butter. I thought that might help. It didn't help. Oh, I then no. um, I cut off that little corner that the Marmite contaminated nice bit of apricot conserve on the, the rest oh, of it lovely 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 yeah no so if anyone wants i mean i don't know if we got a quiz with a prize but i have a jar of marmite with probably <laughs> half a teaspoon taken out of it so uh, which i 100 from... percent thought you were going to offer off the three quarters of the piece of toast that you didn't eat <laughs> oh no i ate that i don't know about that it comes straight um, to pudding and put jam on it yeah Oh, I love it. Apricot conserve on a nice, fresh French baguette. Absolutely. Loads disgusting. of butter. What a breakfast. Disgusting. That is the my wife's least favourite noise that I make. And I make quite what? a few. Well, hang on. What is your... What least... you just did there with your... With your... Yeah, uh, she doesn't like that at all. It's a little oh, bit Popeye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, uh, she won't sleep well if she's listening to this. Say again. She won't sleep well if she's listening to this. She's going to get oh. rudely awakened by. Oh, I thought you were going Blair on us there. Yeah, I thought you were going to be rudely awakened yeah, by the dust. Like, no, rudely no, awakened no. by that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, shall we? Uh, shall we quiz? You mentioned it. Absolutely. Oh, I love a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a As we've already, I think, established, uh, um, I haven't spent a lot of time preparing for this. Um, and there has been a touch of the Sunday night before back to school homework scenario of it. Um, but my quiz um, is all around pickle, because we just talked about chutney. Pickle now, quite a staple of the, um, of the, of the, of the, what are we talking about? Plowman's. Um, and so. Um, so Plowman's like, Shabba. <laughs> 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 Another one for the kids, Mister yeah. Vehicle Man, Plumbers. Um, so uh, let's let's uh, do our quiz. So um, basically, Branston Pickle. Uh, I would like you to take it in turns to name ingredients found in Branston Pickle. Tension music, please, oh, Phil. Okay. Okay. Are we talking small chunk? Are we talking? We're talking uh, standard. My wife once bought me, and I'm sure she won't mind me saying this, because uh, I she she bought me pickle from Lidl, and it I didn't I wasn't interested. Almost rhymes, almost rhymes, but not quite. It, it it wasn't very good, and so then she very kindly got me. She went out specially and got me some Branston's pickle, but got me the smooth stuff. Oh, black pickle oh, that, jam. Yeah, right. that does sound that, awful. It was grim, and and I kind of said to her, "Oh no, I'll use it. I'll use it," and, and it stayed in the cupboard for a couple of years, I reckon. Whilst so, I got through many jars of normal pickle that I'd bought in between. So, so is that Never smoother up. then? Because you can get sandwich pickle, can't you? Which has tiny little chunks in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got your small chunk, which is my yeah. personal favourite. Right. So this is completely smooth. Yeah, it's, it's like been oh. blitzed. It's a paste. It's 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 like um it's like brown sauce, but a taste of pickle. Right. Yeah, you don't want it in a sandwich. You don't want it. Full stop. Unless you're trying to punish someone. <laughs> it's not not good. But it was very kind of her at the time. Tension music, it's anyway. It's an odd punishment. What 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 would you have to do to be punished with smooth pickle? What sort of a crime would befit that punishment? I don't know. What what had you done, Phil, just before Holly arrived with um that pickle? Mm. Well, I so today we had the rare occasion uh, where. Uh, I I was in church this morning. Uh, Mike was in church, and he did a very smutty reading. It, it, it was very, 
<laughs> Mike, I don't know what was wrong with him today, but Mike got Mike got oh. asked to do a reading and it was very smutty. And then at one point, because we were sat near the back, <laughs> we saw Mike put his arm round his wife, which there's no no need for romance. Oh. Come on now, let's behave ourselves. She, she was, was wearing red jeans in church and she said to me at one point, Do you think these are distracting? Because when her mum had walked back from doing the prayers, the uh the uh, Father David um said Thank you, Claire, for those prayers. Even though Claire hadn't done them, it was her mum. And I think she had subliminally got on everyone's head. I had oh, my arm around her. Yeah, and bit, yeah there was now. a bit of sexual tension. I'm not afraid to say it. Is that okay, then, Lewis? Well, no, oh. not after the reading that you did. A smooth pickle would have been a fair punishment for that. So petty crime. Petty crime. Um, there was another. I, I look back to you, but you, you weren't catching my eye. In the last, I hit, couldn't look at you. Uh, I was no. appalled at your behaviour. Well, <laughs> the, the last contained the lyrics, "You're my friend, you're my lover," which again just felt a bit, a bit, bit out there. Oh, uh, your your church breaking out all these modern numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know James, if they was it a James Blunt it was number? Actually, a Dua Lipa song that they just put to a an old hymnal tune, but. Um, oh, I Oh, I'd like to try that. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Mm. Just pick a pop song and just stick it to a hymn tune and yeah. see what happens. Notice. See if anyone notices. Yeah, yeah. Talking of notices. Anyway, pickle. Uh, catch your music, please. Okay. Uh, Lewis, because you're giving the Marmite away, or indeed okay. keeping it, you can go first. Right. Okay. Ingredients okay. in pickle, this is, right? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. For, for listeners um, who... You drifted off for the last five minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd say um, vinegar. Oh. Barley, malt, vinegar yeah. is there. Bill. Well, vinegar was going to be my one. So I'm going to go salt. Salt is there. Okay. Right. I feel like they're two of the obvious ones to go. Right, this could be a very short quiz. Right, let's go to some of the main constituents. What are some of those chunks made of? Right, well, I reckon... I reckon that... Is there some onion in there? I feel like there must be some onion in there. There is some onion there. There's not just onion, but there's onion powder. Right. Onion powder? Um, yeah, I, I try not to think about what pickle is as I'm eating it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so, yeah, it's lots of vegetables, isn't it? Uh, I will go for some, there's got to be some carrot in there. Oh, there is carrot. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going next, Phil. Well done. Um, I feel like one of the, we, we've already mentioned it as sometimes as part of a ploughman's and I don't like it. But it often sneaks into different things and doesn't taste of anything if you boil it down enough. Is there some celery? How much celery kind of is in lots of things like that? Celery. Bill, stand by with the sad music. Oh, no. There is no celery. Hello, darkness, my old friend. The Marmite, you get to keep it, mate. Oh, no, Phil gets it. No. Yeah, surely I get to pass this, pass this away. So, ah. uh, any, any any others, Phil, that you, you think you might have found? I reckon wa water. I reckon water w would be in Water's there. in there. Oh, good. Um, uh, I'm going tomatoes. Yes. Oh, no, tomato puree. puree. Yeah. Uh, there's some spice of some sort. Uh, uh, let's but... just say herb and spice extract. So, yes, there is some spice. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, what are the big chunks? Are they, are they carrot? Are they? Carrot? Yeah, I thought carrot. Maybe, Car maybe. oh, what else is in the coleslaw? Cabbage? Is there cabbage in there? There's no cabbage. Um, there is uh, carrot, onion, cauliflower, um, lemon juice, dates, apple pulp. It sounds disgusting, doesn't it? Um, sugar and a vegetable called rutabaga. Uh, one, two, three, five, five. Uh, everybody, yeah. Oh, rutabaga, rutabaga. the brother of Luke. Yes, very yeah, good. yeah. 
Oh, sugar. That I should have got that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, guys. That was a quiz. Phil, congratulations. You are this week's winner. Woohoo. Right. Well, I'll, I'll officially pass over the Marmite next time I see you, Phil. Thank you very much. Uh, bad news uh, regarding passing things over. The Vegemite shapes that I mentioned on last week's well, podcast. Yeah, looking forward to them. Well, you can look forward to them. I've eaten them. Um, I I couldn't really resist, and the kids wanted to try them. And to be fair, they were bought for us and the kids to try. Were they? Yeah. You so, sure the kids put hours and hours into this podcast. Don't think the, don't think the kids were researching plowmans over their dinner. No, that is that is true. Anyway, they were they were very nice. Tasted a bit like cheese straws. How oh, good. You ever put Marmite on a, in a cheese straw that you've made at home? That's quite a no, nice twist. I, I have not, no. Well, as discussed on the Marmite uh, podcast, Marmite and Cheese Pinwheels, which is basically... Yeah. Yeah. Now, did, you, did the kids enjoy them, Phil? Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. Oh, well, as long yeah. as they did, that's all right oh, then. What's wrong with your children? They're really good. They're like crackers, but they're covered in, yeah, Vegemite so, and cheese flavouring and salt. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Look, I know you're going to have some listener questions, but I've got to go and get a mince pie for my pudding. Oh, okay. Okay, right by the way, you go and get that. We will be doing a mince pie episode and we will have a very special guest on the mince pie episode. That'll be coming up before Christmas. Just to just to trail some other episodes that will be coming up. We are going to psychoanalyze each one of our Christmases as Mm. Christmas specials. So they will be in addition to normal episodes, I believe. And that will be great fun. Because I can't wait to find out what Harry did at Christmas when he was young. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear about the the Brennan family routine. Yeah, enough, and yours will be interesting as well, Lewis. But I'm... I feel, I feel Harry's is going to be much more interesting <laughs> than mine. I, I don't. I'm I'm not I'm not scared to admit that. Yes, but as it is, we need to keep on moving. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, we've got some listener questions. Uh, now I just want to do the rap, but I won't. So you want your listener questions now, Michael, on your plowmans? you ready to answer all of these? Oh, yeah, let's go for it. Mince pie. Which mince pie have you got there? Um, so I've got, um, I went to Morrison's. More reasons to shop at Morrison's. Um, Still not heard. The, the only two times I've heard that jingle is when you've sung it. Wow. It's 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 a real jingle. Um you, I went to Morrison's earlier on and I got you the deep fill Morrison's ones. They're amazing, yeah. But because I spent all my money on the deep fill ones for you, <laughs> I got the normal ones for me. Um, the, the bakery ones, though, yeah? Uh, no, just the cheapest ones they did. Uh... No, Mikey, no, no, Mikey, that was so not right. It's okay. It's okay. It's the opposite of what, um, Nathan was talking about in the Bible, I think. Uh, yeah, in your smutty passage. Mm. <laughs> again, I don't want to ever say that again as a sentence. Um, uh, uh, help. Um, listen to questions, number one. Listen to questions, yes, yes, listen to questions. So, uh, if there could be a non traditional item on the menu, what would it be? Uh, I assume. Not on the menu, on the on the plowman's plate. Can, can I assume go? that that a Joe asked this question? Incorrect, Nick. Oh, don't worry, Joe's it. there. Don't worry, don't worry. Surely there must be a question from from AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At There's least a one Joe. from AJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'd like but, to add a I'd like to add a potato salad. Oh, that would be nice. What? Uh, so something something a bit creamy. Yeah, but also um a bit uh potatoey. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, okay. So, so how about this for an idea? Now I'm thinking top head. Right, get rid of the ham. Oh, yeah, I, I'm good for that. Stick. Unroll the ham. No, no, yeah, just just throw the ham up. St- stick a beef burger on it. Oh god, beef, bur- <laughs> beef burger, big bit of bread, bit of cheese melted on top, bit of chutney in there. You've basically created quite a nice burger there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've just built a burger. That sounds like an absolutely delicious burger. For a second there, I thought you were going to have a beef burger in a bun next to some bread. I thought you were going, <laughs> I thought you were going yeah. double glutes. No, no. 
No, no, just 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 the the meat burger itself. Yeah. We did the classic the other week at McDonald's. Uh, we don't go to McDonald's often because, uh, well, we don't go out for food often because it costs so much. But we went to McDonald's and two of our children are veggies and one of them really wanted a Happy Meal because they had mini squishy toy things. So she said, and she doesn't like the veggie finger option. So I'm there at the drive-thru and I said, can I get the uh, cheeseburger uh, kids Happy Meal, please? Uh, no burger, though. Uh, please and it always confuses them and they think that I'm winding them up and yeah it's just so embarrassing and you have to explain it right she's a vegetarian she's a vegetarian oh we've got veggie fingers she doesn't like those just a bun please with a slice of cheese in can you make me a cheese sandwich essentially could you just put a toy in a bag and pass it through the window (laughs) (laughs) how much for just the toy buy the toys separately lads what can you you can buy them separately Oh, my my oh, kids are sort of a bit past this phase, so I don't really know. One pound, one pound forty nine. Oh, oh Phil Norman! What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is that five and Sam? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, oh. like ready it back. Felt like uh, ready it back. What about pickled egg, gents? What about pickled egg? Oh, not a fan. Oh gosh, is there anything you do like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just none of your weird stuff. Nothing wrong with a pickled egg. I I like the idea of the pickled egg. They feel a bit kind of out there, a bit kooky, and I and I quite like the idea of associating myself with them. You know, seeing myself as a bit of a food renegade, but actually, in reality, they're not that great. Just put a boiled egg on the side, surely that'd be fine. Scotch egg. Scotch egg. Perfect. Scotch egg would be a great idea. If you do want to find out more about Scotch eggs, please do uh, look further down the list of our episodes. You'll see we did on did one on Scotch eggs, maybe the sixth, seventh one in, something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. doing the Scotch egg one? Oh yeah, one of my favourite. One of what was what would you say is your favourite? Oh gosh, uh, probably this one. <laughs> okay, cool, great. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, uh, Joe has replied to Nick and said a Scotch egg or a pork pie. But only half. Uh, the pork pie, um, famously named after the character from Desmond's, um, the the nineties Channel Four sitcom. Yeah, I, yeah, that is that has gone completely over my head. That's oh, a shame. It's a shame. I mean, uh, I, I know who you're talking about. It's Thanks. A, it's Thanks. a very nice reference. Thank you. It was set in London. Yeah, uh, certainly well, was. Probably outside Lewis's house somewhere. I assume. Lewis, presumably, when you grew up, you were only allowed to watch EastEnders. Desmond's and Pigeon Street. Yeah, and um, The Bill. Oh, The Bill, yes, of course. Crime Watch. Yeah, Crime Watch. <laughs> um, got there before me. <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Uh, Casualty. Next question. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, oh, I was too slow on the sample, but Casualty's there, and we can all think about it. Uh, Zoe, what is a meat replacement on a vegetarian plowman's? And is a vegan version of a plowman's just a deconstructed salad sandwich with a pickled onion? Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't want the ham anyway. It's only ham that makes it not not vegetarian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You do often get a pork pie. You do sometimes get a pork pie. But only a bit of it. Mm. Some for the chef, some for the plate. Vegetarian, you're going to go a bit egg crazy, I think. Um, vegan, it's a bit miserable, isn't it? A bit of tofu? I don't know. I don't know what vegans eat. When something as rubbish as a plowman's potentially still can't be eaten by vegans, what is the point? <laughs> I mean, you, you are having to do away with a lot of the key components from a plowman's. What are you left with? Celery, celery and yeah, yeah. a pickled onion. I mean, you've, you've shoehorned celery in there. I, I mean, celery was never in any of my research. Just feels like it's exactly the sort of thing, a, a, a little cutting of celery to really ruin your day. <laughs> Looking forward to our celery episode. Oh, dear. yeah. Celery. Why does celery? What is, why? I mean, I, I'm an Italian, um, but I don't know why we put celery in our spaghetti bolognese's. Still don't know the purpose. Think just it just, it out. Just, yeah, it's just good for you, isn't it? Yeah, doesn't taste of anything. Once, it's, it's, once it's cooked down. 
fine. Is it is it related? I mean, if only Harry was here, I'd love to know if it's related to maybe it's like the evil brother of rhubarb. Well, celery. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you explain the situation and pretend you do know? Um, I won't do the Harry. Part. I don't got quite Harry off. Um, yeah. Well, uh, oh, where's it gone? Oh, well, it's just for some reason when you talk and there's music playing, I can't hear you. So. Well, don't worry. I'm just I'll wave when I'm finished. What do you mean you wave when you're finished? And then you can stop the music. Yeah, but no, none of us would have been able to hear you. Oh, everyone else will, just not you. Hit play. So, uh, what happens is, um, uh, what happened was, um, you, have you heard the story? Lewis, you'll be familiar with the story of uh, the the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Lucifer. You'll be familiar with the story of Lucifer. I've heard him mentioned, yeah. There's a similar story to that of lucifer like he fell from heaven or something right okay and yeah. um and rhubarb was in heaven and celery sort of fell right like, it was a bit like that right. celery and rhubarb have you been watching too much veggie tales yeah <laughs> i'm not really sure um but but yeah evil evil brother oh he's playing it he's playing it yeah okay noted I thought it'd be fun um, to hear your views, but it wasn't right. No. Uh, so, anything replacing the meat? Have you ever found a good meat substitute for anything? Um, fish. Eh, in a way, kind of still, it's just like a salty meat, isn't it? Fish. It's horrible, <laughs> isn't it? Just like a salty meat. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like fish, Phil, but. I... <laughs> I am a grown man, Malcolm. <laughs> Fish, always known as a bit like meat, but a bit salty. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? It's it's just meat that's lived in the sea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm right here. Fish, fish, fish. Yeah, you could you could be. Um, no, look, if vegetarian just. Uh, sack it off and go and go and get a. If you're vegan, just go and get a, like a tofu stir fry or something instead. What about what about just tofu? It's oh, horrible, isn't it? Well, you're, still just, you're still gonna have to have it if you're having the stir fry. Yeah, in a stir fry, it's flavoured with other things. If it's just on a plate with a bit of bread, yeah, later. Sure I've, I've never sure I've ever just had tofu on its own. Mm, it's not great. It in things. It's not yeah. great. Mm. We we the other day because it was half term and I had Tuesday off. We we went for this got nothing to do with tofu. I was just thinking about bread, mm. and we went for an all you can eat breakfast. They do them oh, at I'm, table. I mean McDonald's or you can eat breakfast. He's, yeah, he's yeah, eating yeah. out a lot for someone who doesn't eat out. Good right, you, this this day was astounding because we went all you can eat breakfast. Got up early. All you can eat breakfast, uh, and it was it was kids eat free. Right, where did you go? For, where did you go for this breakfast, Phil? Like table table, very nice. So they have them attached to like, all like beef eater or somewhere like that. They're yeah. always attached to a premier yeah. in everything's premier. Table table actually, table table lovely. Yeah. So we we went there. This hot and cold food, you know, all of that. Nine ninety nine for an adult, but Isla, who's twelve, they 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 just let her have free food as well. So it cost us nineteen pounds for five people. Yeah, it's good. To be fair, most of your family don't eat meat. Yeah, yeah, and where the money is, isn't it? it, That is true. Maybe you're right, but anyway, muesli. Pardon? Was just eating muesli, presumably those three. No, they had the rest of the cooked breakfast with veggie sausages. Oh yeah, and then they went to town on the croissants. Mm. And the the good thing about it was, you know, like sometimes if you go for breakfast, they'll give you. Like a couple of slices of toast, and they'll give you a one of those little butter portions, which which oh, spreads that, about half a piece of bread. Oh, that upsets me when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So on this occasion, help yourself to as many butter portions as you want. Oh, it was brilliant. incredible. <laughs> oh, you really did live the dream. Oh, oh what a time to be two, alive! Two butters per slice. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You you really want to bring on you know the cholesterol levels, and then so we did that. Kids, you don't need lunch because we've had a big breakfast. Mm. Clever. 
And then we went really wild and had Domino's for dinner. <laughs> it was good. Great. So, so hang on. You had you had table table, Domino's yeah. and McDonald's in the time which you've told us that you I don't really just, eat out. I could draw in half an hour when you were telling us it's really expensive to eat out, so mm. you don't eat out. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's was a good couple of weeks ago. Right. A good couple of weeks. And to be fair, we blitzed our whole half-term budget into the one day that I had off. So bless my wife, she then had to do cheap things with the kids for the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. That's rubbish, isn't it? Whenever I'm off, I like to spoil the kids, have big grand days out, and Claire has to just sort of go to the park in the rain with other mums the rest of the week. (laughs) That's how it that's how it rolls in our house. Yeah. You know, Claire made the I'll say disgusting suggestion that we go to Monkey World last week. And oh, I, I I went there once, and you, all the monkeys were hid behind, um, just behind like trees or in their cages. So we just walked around and couldn't see any monkeys. It is rubbish. So so why is this a disgusting? Um... Because she knows how I feel about it, Lewis. That it is. I thought you like monkeys. I absolutely, and that is the problem, Lewis. Oh, you don't want to see him caged? Oh no, I don't. No, I want to see him caged. I want to see him caged, but I want to get in that cage with them and play. For me, (laughs) it's the equivalent of going to an adult club. No, Mikey. No, no, Mikey. That was so not right. You can look, but you can't touch. You can look, but you can't touch, lads. I can't get in there. I can't have a little tea party with the chimps. I can't what? wrestle with the with the gorilla. You know, I can't swing around in the trees with the, the orangutans. I just have to stand there and watch and just, you know, hope that one might come to the glass and I might get a little smile or a wave. It's rubbish. Okay, hang on. I, I don't mean to roll you back a bit, but you've compared mm. it to going to, and I quote, an adult club um, yeah. because you don't enjoy those... Um, what well, is, I, I, I'll be what honest, about a kids never, club? No, I, <coughs> sorry, what? What? As opposed to what? An adult? Like they a, don't do kids clubs. Oh, I don't know how. How uh, I was trying to be kind of slightly opaque about it, Phil. Yeah. Um, um, uh, a, a club where adult things happen if you pay the right amount of money. Oh, naughty clubs. The light. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't line, like that. The line, no, you can you. look, but you can't touch, should have been a clue. Right. Yeah. There you are. I find Just... it easier using my hands, but you may use whatever implements you prefer. I've never oh. been, but I... To, to, to oh, one, I've been to Montreal, to be clear. I've never <laughs> been to one, but I can't imagine it's a particularly pleasant experience. Just, you know, sitting there and thinking, eh. So... I... Me and my well, wife had this conversation about. Oh God! Were you going to say me and my wife went to one? <laughs> no, no, because I was saying I don't understand the point. I don't. Anyway, yeah. I was, it's I another. Mean, at the beginning of this episode, Phil said, "I'm really hoping I'm not going to have to edit this episode." <laughs> how's that? How's that looking? <laughs> well, Lewis, I think we need to keep on moving. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but... next question. Because uh, mm. I genuinely do not have time to edit this. This. This, listeners, is what happens. This is an unedited episode. And believe it or not, previous episodes have had an element of edit. This Nikki. is going This is going out raw and will not be played in the car of my family. Why? What's happened? Well, there's a, there's a bit of a grown-up edge to it. The mention is of it? naughty clubs. Well, you've just, you've just referenced naughty clubs. <laughs> I could be talking about golf. Well, oh, that's naughty at golf clubs. Well, oh. if they don't work. Oh, okay. If... Yeah, those naughty clubs. Sometimes you, you might hit a bad shot and then go, "Oh, you naughty club." Okay. That's <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I was talking about. I don't know where your head is. Mickey says, "Why do they never give you enough cheese with a plowman's?" Oh, Mickey, thanks for stepping in with a question. Um, <laughs> I, I have noticed that some pubs you'll either pay for a ham plowman's or a cheese plowman's. That's a frustration yeah. of mine. Yeah, you or want you both. Pay, you can pay extra to have both. It's a general expectation, I think, these days to have oh, both. Absolutely. It's a bit, it, like, it always upsets me. I mean, Mike, you're going to be furious this, but if you get gammon in a pub, you, sometimes you can have an egg or a pineapple ring with That's your nice. gammon. And I, 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 I mean, I think you should always have both. Oh, God. Egg, a pineapple, and meat. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Perfect. 
yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, you should be able to have both. And if you want both, they'll charge you a hilarious amount for a ring of tin pineapple. You should yeah. be charged some kind of penalty for asking for pineapple on your dinner. To get given smooth pickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nicely, nicely recalled. Very good. You've done well there. So I've I've just looked at the autumn menu for the pub in the village. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the autumn twenty twenty two menu and they have a plowman's on there. Served with mixed salad, pickled onion, singular. I mean, how much would it cost them to give us an extra pickled onion or two? Mm-hmm. Chutney, vague, doesn't say which one. A gala pie. Well, that's, yeah, that's... Now, hold on. That. That, is that the one with the egg in the middle? Oh, I f- oh you know what? I think yeah. you could be right. Is that, is that yes, like, you yeah, are. Like, like the pork pie of the egg in? Yeah, and that yeah. is... Oh, that's uh, nice. and that is uh, the gala pie is named after the bingo halls. It Famously. is, yeah, yep. Uh, and slice of bloomer bread with butter doesn't specify how many butter portions you're going to receive. And then it says you could choose two of the following. There we go. Oh, right. Soup. Oh. I mean, come on now. Sorry, what now? Soup. Right. Ham, sausage, prawns, brie. This is not mature cheddar. Doesn't tell you how mature, so you're going to have to assume it's mid-range mature. Or so, what have they already put on it? Well, I've told you: salad, a single pickled onion, the type no, There's no cheese on it already. No. So, if you don't choose not... it as an option, you can have a cheeseless plowman. Yep, you could have a you could have a soup and prawn plowman's. And... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm against neither of those things, but um, they do feel odd selections. Brie as well. It's not called a called a batter lunch, is it? So it's right, called a plowman's you... lunch. Yeah, it is. It is called a plowman's lunch. So yeah, and that's that Farm was eleven twenty-five. In autumn 2022, so you'd have to imagine it's more now. You really well, don't I, get much. I hope they've received some feedback, and that is no longer part of the menu. A soup mm. and prawn plowman's. You could. That is feasible. Yeah, I would love to out, go well, up there. Pull them out. Name them and shame them. Why don't you phone them now and see if they'll deliver you a soup and? <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh. oh uh, wow. Oh, Mark's left. He seems immediately. So he's at least he's gone to get takeaway. He's gone. This, this is. I mean, who knows where he's gone, Lewis? But the timing of it couldn't be more exciting. (laughs) So Mike's disappeared, and the next question is Matt asking: Should it be called a plow persons? That's an excellent point. I assume it's named after people plowing fields. Well, you presume so. Mike didn't give us in the history. He seemed to not touch on touch on that. I noticed that his history was somewhat lacking in history. Yeah. It's a bit like sort of the Cornish pasty and the things that the miners had. It's the ploughman's related to the ploughing profession. But people who... Because who, obviously the Cornish pasty, uh, you'll probably be aware, that has a crust so yeah. the, they could eat it even with their dirty hands because they could just leave the crust if they want. A ploughman's is for people with clean hands because they need to get involved. You need to, a ploughman's is quite a, you know, a task. Yeah, a bit more involved. Uh, what's the question, Phil? I've forgotten. Should it be called a plough person's? Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, why if not? you're allowing, if you're allowing soup and prawns, by all means. I mean, I'm I'm all for inclusivity. Um, yeah, prawns might be pushing it as much as okay. I do like a prawn. We have a question from Joe. We need, we need we to do. be honest, we need a theme for for Joe. And I, I don't do. know what it should be. I don't have anything um don't have anything here that that uh yeah, I'm just trying to think on the soundboard what what yeah, let's uh, let's give Joe some fancy music. Lovely. 
quietly in the background whilst I read Joe's question. Joe, well, actually, I need to stop this. I need to tell you something that happened, and I need to know why it happened, Lewis. So I'm so sorry. Lewis, I, well, it's because I was thinking of Joe. There's a new shop in the local town called the Green Gram. It's a community refill shop. It's good for the environment. Oh, yeah. You take in your yeah. own pots and they fill them with various mm -hmm. things. Glass A cherries, for example. Lady in front of the queue last week when I went in there was buying some, I think they were pecans. Right. And she was, I would say, in her 70s. And she, she said to the lady, uh, can I have some pecans? Not too many, please, because my husband is a Scorpio. Uh, what? Okay. Why? As a vicar, why? I mean, I'm not sure this comes under my um, under my area, to be honest. Of um, star signs. Um, have you heard anything? Yeah. Have you heard of any anything like that where you probably shouldn't have too many pecans? <laughs> is it a full moon? It um, is today a beautiful moon today. When right. We're uh, well. Uh, I've been notoriously can have as many pecans as you like on a full moon. Um, yeah, I have yeah. absolutely. I mean, if I'd heard that, that yeah, I think I may have had to leave the shop um, from the fits of laughter I would have been in. That is that's stunning. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. Well, maybe, um, maybe maybe listeners could write in with the best things they've overheard in a shop. Oh, that is a lovely idea. Uh, let's give Joe the Moroccan. Um, Let's give Joe some Moroccan music. Joe says, when I was growing up and we went to the pub with family, there was always a ploughman's option, but you hardly ever see it these days. Why? Well, Joe, in our village, you can. You can even have a soup ploughman's. Now that I'm older, I'd much prefer a ploughman's as an alternative to a sandwich or a pretentious panini. I mean, that's odd, I'm, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretentious panini kind of a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm a sucker I... for a panini if it's on the menu. I, I I'd have panini with a bowl of soup. Lovely. Yeah, that would go well. That would go yeah, well. Would, oh, yeah, well. not plowman's of soup, but panini and soup. Very good. Joe uh, says, must all potential church members have intimate knowledge of a plowman's supper as part of their initiation? Good question, Joe. I would say, I mean, if we can um, throw back to um, a previous episode, as we have already done, I think it's more important to have knowledge and views on quiche if yeah. you're uh be involved in church plowman's i would say is um is not as important but still somewhat important okay let's see what mike thinks i'm uh, so mike. sorry boys are you on the toilet what is that angle do uh, not just... put the camera lower no no i'm so sorry are you okay uh, yes yeah, sorry my battery died oh okay well me and, me and Lewis have been having a lovely chat Oh. Um, Mike, now you're back. Yes. Have, are Great you aware mm. of there being any danger uh, in pecan consumption for Scorpios? Oh, um, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> pecan consumption for Scorpios? Yeah, it's been, quite, it's been quite the uh, no, conversation I've, we've been having. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone's familiar with, with the issues around Leo's eating cashews, but... But no, never yeah, yeah. scorpions and, and, and pecans. No. no not scorpions, Mike. We're not worried about insects here. We're talking about Scorpios. Stuff. I mean, yeah. Scorpios. I mean also please please don't feed feed your pet scorpions pecans. In case they have a nut <laughs> allergy. Or, or, or popping candy. No. Oh now I have so I, I put something out. I don't know how we started talking about popping candy on a recent podcast, but um, no. I, I think I you that. were feeding it to children in Uganda. I think. You well, remember. I, I, I don't oh. talk about my charity work, Lewis. But yeah, I I, I did once do that on a trip building mud huts uh, in, in my own time and at my own expense. Um, but yes, <laughs> I, I I was looking for animals to feed popping candy to, yeah. and um, none of you volunteered, despite all being pet owners. Um, me being the only one without any pets. The gerbils um, are noisy enough without popping well, candy. Well, you really can't stand your gerbils as well, Phil. So it would no, have been perfect. I, no, don't start that rumour. I no. like my gerbils. I just sometimes, when they're running in their wheel, like they are mm. now, luckily yeah. I've got headphones on, I can see the wheels yeah. are going round. Yeah. It's distracting. Okay. Well, okay. Well, in which case, then you probably, yeah, I was thinking sort of, 
you know, it can go one of two ways and either is fine, really. One, it'll be really entertaining and or two, they'll they'll cop it. But fine. Um, I would pay, I'd, pay, I'd pay good money to see you try and feed popping candy to a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could I'll upload you that would. video, that'd be... Uh, I bet you would. Um, but yeah, anyway, I put something on my socials and um, there are a few people for whatever reason, seeming like slightly taken aback by the suggestion. But um, one girl um, did say, yeah, I've got a dog. Very welcome to come and feed it popping candy. <laughs> I'd also like to see you approach a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, With, I'd or pop without it. popping candy. I'm not a big fan of dogs, as you know. So I would no. pop it in the bowl and then sort of um, hastily retreat. Um I have YouTubed it, and there's a surprising lack of videos of animals eating pop and candy. Um, there is one of a dog, and seems perfectly happy with the scenario. Not ever so excited. I think smaller animals would be more fun. So I think, yeah, really, I am kind of hinting quite heavily for that. I'd like to come and feed your gerbils pop and candy. You would not be. You you would not be doing that. I'm afraid. Uh, okay. I, I would uh, feel very bad if that happened. I'd go near gerbils with a bowl of pop and candy. Right. Okay. We don't need to worry about this. Uh, girls, okay. Uncle Mike is not not coming in to our house. <laughs> uh, so James says, I once heard, and I'm not sure, that the Plowman's Lunch, as we know, it was created in the 1950s by the Milk Marketing Board Ooh. to boost flagging cheese sales. Very good, James. Very strong. Uh, he, too, has um, popped onto Wikipedia, perhaps. Yeah, that's right. Milk and cheese, they were both massively behind it. Never the Onion Brigade. They were never really pushing it. Didn't need to. No, not if they're getting one pickled onion. It's not really mm. going to make much difference, is it? Uh, maybe maybe not a make or break scenario for the onion farmers. What's your favourite type of pickled onion? Is it silver skin, even though the skins aren't silver? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like a hot and spicy. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure I've ever had one. Well, I mean, they, I mean, Haywards make a nice hot and spicy, but you, you obviously a lot of the the homemade ones, people pop chilies in 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 with the pickle, don't they? With the Hay- with the vinegar. Haywards would be a really niche sponsor to a podcast. <laughs> they, I mean, they, do they do anything else apart from pickles? I don't know, but I'd like to say at this stage, I would also like um, a pickled onion from Haywards, and I'm a big fan. Well, okay, yeah. there we go. If, if, if that's going to help seal the deal. Yeah, Mike, get in touch with Haywards. Leave it with me. Yeah, not right now. Don't phone them on a Sunday evening. Well, last time I I tried to phone the pub just now and I lost you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the timing was impeccable. Mm. Mm. Gents, um, it's getting late. People have probably had their fill. You don't really actually. You don't really get that full up, do you? On a on a ploughman's. Um, Unless you have it with a bowl of soup and some prawns, then you might. Yeah. (laughs) It's getting late. It's getting late, boys, and it's that time of the year. Let's timestamp it again. Um, it's that time of the year for the next two weeks. We're saying, oh, I mean, it's 10 to 9, but it's actually 10 to 10. Oh, there'll be a bit of that action. <laughs> Clock's changed been, last night. I have been saying it all day. Oh, I'm tired. It's 10 to 2, but actually it's 10 to 3. Um, yeah, there's been a bit of that all day long. Actually, nap time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Have you I've got any other, any other business, gents? Uh, Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Oh, Sorry, just just to yeah, throw things back okay. to uh, right yeah. at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, there you go. What now? Daphne. Oh, He's... oh, really, Lewis? <laughs> really, Lewis? Oh. That's what you like about her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be the red hair. Oh, oh. he's just he's just sucking up to his wife. <laughs> also a redhead. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Not her crime-solving abilities. Yeah, I mean, obviously that as well. Wow. Okay. Diff- okay. Wow. Has, has mean... Joe, your wife, ever solved a crime? Ooh, has she ever solved a crime? Um, not, not that I can um, draw to mind at this moment. <laughs> That's a quite a niche question to pose. It was quite a niche question. I was reading around. the podcast. Yeah, you were going to suddenly reveal that she formerly worked for the police, yeah. or um, yeah, it's, I mean Daphne, she would be so far down the list. Would I she? Mean, who else? Who's she behind, Mike? Well, you've got the you've got the three bunnies. We know K 
Cadbury's Caramel Bunny, she is your obsession when it comes to cartoon characters. <laughs> you've got the three bunnies. You've got her. You've got um, you've got the one from Roger Rabbit, Jessica Rabbit, despite not being actual rabbit. And you've got Lola Bunny from um, right. yeah Space from Jam? Looney Tunes. Yeah, from Space Jam. So you've got Lola Bunny. Then, of course, I... you've, got, you've got April O'Neil in the mix. I mean, I've got a friend who's a psychoanalyst. If you want to speak to someone about the fact that you've just named a load of animals that you find attractive, um, rather than yeah, yeah, yeah we're, right. we're out in the we're out in the country here, Lewis. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, all good. All right. Not a problem I'll, I'll, at all. I'll, I'll pass a number on to you. Did, was it you, Mike, who used to always have mm. a thing for Chun Li from Street Fighter? <laughs> um, well, I, I don't. I, I suppose I had a bit of a soft spot. She looked, she looked quite pleasant. Yeah, I, I, okay. I don't. I don't think I had a massive thing for her. Okay, fine. Gents, we've really got to keep on moving. <laughs> cool, just, you've got your money's tonight. worth out of that sound clip, haven't you, tonight? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Gents, uh, thank you very much. It's been fun. And hope everyone has a good week. And we will be back next week. Do take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. April.